All right, bradcooney.com. I'd like to welcome to the show singer-songwriter Nicole Marie. What is up, Nicole? Well, it's raining here in the Seattle area, ah. so I guess that's what's up in the air. It's clouds, gray, and rain. <laughs> that's kind of like, isn't that almost par for course in the, in the northwest? You get a lot of rain up there. <laughs> yes, Seattle's known for its rainy weather. Yeah. Are you a sports fan at all? Yes, I like the Seahawks. I used to like the Sonics before they <laughs> left. Seattle. <laughs> I the Mariners, you know, all the local teams. Yeah, fun fun fact about the Seattle Mariners when when I'm uh, when I was it was just when I was in the Navy. So we had a we had a kid in my he was two years younger than me um, in New York. His name was Dave Fleming, and he made it to the major leagues. And he actually had a career with the Seattle Mariners. He's a pitcher back in the eighties, wow. late eighties, early nineties. Yep, that's pretty cool. Yeah, we were really proud of him. All right, so before we get into your latest music project, can you tell the listeners out there a little bit about you? And uh, basically, like, when did you first start making music, and how did that happen? Yeah, so I um, I think I started, well, I, my first instrument was probably the saxophone, which I started learning in fourth grade, switched to the clarinet in eighth grade, so I played school band uh through high school and a little bit in college. And then, you know, around age 11 or 12, I started learning the piano and then the guitar at like 18 or so. Um, and I started, I've always been writing songs, but I started writing them down in my teenage years and started to get more serious in my 20s and then released my first album in 2003. And I think I'm on my sixth album wow. it's actually an ep flames roars and embers but roars flames and embers it's actually an ep of five songs yep. we'll call it my sixth album yeah so when did the, the did you did you always sing while you were playing these other instruments and learning them oh yeah my singing came first ah. when i was really really young yeah my mom was a singer so mm -hmm. i probably inherited it from her did you naturally um, learn, or did you take lessons for the different instruments? I did take some voice lessons when I was in college, um, and I was in concert choir in high school, but I just always more naturally sang. I took some voice lessons more recently, too, like in 2016 or so. Um, so here and there, I took voice lessons to improve my voice. Um, but yeah, just was always a natural singer. What about the guitar and the piano, sax? Did you did you take lessons there? Oh, well, you did in yeah. school with saxophone, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. So school for saxophone and clarinet, and then, um, you know, I guess I guess now you could do that at school with the piano, the guitar. But back when I was growing up, you you could only learn the the basic. Uh, band instruments. You, they didn't really teach piano or guitar in school, so you had to seek it elsewhere in the community. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I've been playing guitar for about a little over 30 years, and I have wow. a big regret though. I really, really regret that I didn't take lessons. I just taught myself, and I learned from other, like watching other people and things like that, and some and videos and things. But I regret not taking lessons because I picked up a lot of really bad habits. Um, yeah, well, could, you know, it's never too late to learn. You're right. Because I, I strummed the wrong way until about 2009, 
2019 or yeah until about 2019 or so then i had my sixth or so fifth or sixth guitar instructor and he's like uh you're strumming wrong like, why does not any of the others say anything but yeah now i can strum just fine and i'm i'm, I'm older probably than most people in, in the music business so wow uh, it's never too late to to go take lessons and You're right. learn some good techniques. That's what I say. My brother's a perfect example. My brother just turned 60, and mm -hmm. he's been watching me play guitar for, like, years, like, like for years. And about four or five years ago, he decided he wanted to learn. And he went to a guitar wow. teacher, and he lives in Connecticut. And, um, and he started taking lessons, and then he did a, a, a video he put on his Facebook the other day. And he played like this mm -hmm. entire Led Zeppelin song, <laughs> and I was just like, "Holy crap!" You know, I was like, "Really?" I was so happy, proud of him. I was like, "Holy crap!" But but I looked at it, and so I'm like, "You know what?" And he's actually I can see the lessons because his his, his technique was correct, his hand placement was correct. Um, he used the right fingers, and I was like, "That's the difference right there." I said, "Why well, I should have took lessons?" Because I could see my brother already has the fundamentals like the right way. So yes. I was proud yes. of him. All right. Wow. That's, so, that's a nice picture. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So let's talk about the single Ocean Breeze. I listened to the song, and it is off the EP. We'll, we'll get more into the EP in a second. But um, tell us, the listeners, a little bit about Ocean Breeze, the backstory. I read it. I know what it, where the song comes from, and, it's, and we'll touch on that too. But I want to let you tell the listeners out there what the song's about. Yeah, so um, I think within the past year or two, um, I had some dental work done, and, and I have dental phobia, a lot of dental trauma, <laughs> so I have to get put under the nitrous oxide, the laughing gas, whenever I go. And one of my coping skills is to think of songs while I'm, un when I'm, while I'm under the... Well, I'm under the influence, we'll say. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then to keep repeating the song in my head to get through the procedure. And so Ocean Breeze was one of the songs that came to me in that way. And I just imagine that the suction uh, that you hear when you go to the dentist yeah. during certain procedures is the sound of an ocean breeze. And then the song came from there. Um, but that was the original impetus for the song. You know, it's really... When I read that, I was just like, you know, I detest Dennis also. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just I do. I love my dentist. It took me a long time to find him, but he's so sensitive, and I love him. But, um, but yeah, a lot of people have dental phobia. I have, like, dental PTSD. I, I went to a well, dentist. I'm sure you do. So do I. I went to a dentist here in Mississippi, and... I had to have a tooth removed because, like my, um, when I was when I was really young, I had I had um, a tooth disease because my mother let the bottle water. She put orange juice in my bottle, and, oh. and, and yeah, and and, 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 it, and so I had a lot of my teeth had to get pulled when I was very very young, and so when I was an adult, um, one of those baby teeth came in crooked, so I had another tooth underneath it come up. And it just got all messed up, so I had to go to this dentist. And this dude was like, he was like the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I mean, oh. I, I mean he was yanking my head around. I mean, it was like, I guess it was a really difficult tooth to pull. But when I got home, I, I got literally nauseous. 
from this. Um, like, I, I'm serious. And I, I'm like, so like, dentists are like, ugh. <laughs> and I'm like, you, I found a good one ever, like, a few years after that. But my gosh, that was horrible. Yeah. So when I read about yeah. your song, I was like, wow, I can freaking relate to this. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah, just think of an ocean breeze when you hear that suction. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> As a matter of fact, I'm going to like download your song, and like, when next time I go to the dentist, I'm going to like play that like, legit. Actually, like, yeah. <laughs> um, the, you, you guys shot a video for the, for the song. Uh, yes. Talk about the, the talk about well before we you know what before we get to the video, when I listened to the song, um, I was pleasantly surprised that you collaborated with somebody. I loved, I loved that balance that the that the uh, the fellow what's his name Doug Rusk Doug. Yeah. Um, I thought that was Very great. Talented. Talk talk about that like what like how you got involved with him, and um, and that collaboration. Yeah. Well, actually. Uh Roars, Flames, and Embers was like two or three years in the making. I just couldn't find someone <laughs> to, you know, it's hard to get a producer to call you back. Yeah. Doug wasn't the producer on this, Jonathan Plum was, but Doug originally wanted to be, um, but you know, he only had garage band and I, and he, he was the one who convinced me, you know, Ocean Breeze is a hit. And I said, well, you know, if it's a hit, it should really be done on Pro Tools, which is the industry standard. So um, I convinced him that we should go to uh, a studio that was already set up because he's still setting everything up for himself. And I had been working with him. I actually originally worked with him on the, another song on the EP, and it's called Beyond the Stars. And it's mm -hmm. I, I knew that there was some problems with the song. And I found him on Thumbtack, which is an app where you can find people for all different sorts of things. Yep. And I was looking for a songwriter, and I was really, really hesitant to work with, to partner again, because I haven't partnered since college. And I, I couldn't use any of that material, any of those great songs I wrote in college, because the, there was a falling out oh estrangement with that partner. So I was really reluctant. But i faced my fears and reached out and found him on thumbtack and he just took beyond the stars to just a whole new level oh that's great and as a song consultation and i had him listen to ocean breeze too he contributed the ooh ooh part but um <clears throat> but you know when he was said when we were sending the song back and forth i said wow it's kind of sounding like your song your step, your voice sounds really good on it. Yeah. <laughs> he said, "Well, you know." <laughs> he said, "Well, yeah, it's your song. If you like to give me this song, I'll take it." Yeah, of course. And I said, "I can't do that, not without having a hit of my own." Right. You know? But, but how about I let you sing on the song? Since the song, I think of songs as kind of their own living entities, and I feel like I had to respect the song, and the song wanted his voice on it, so. Um, I asked him to sing on it with me. Yeah. Yeah, it was great. I just really just just made the whole song complete. Um, yeah. And you've mentioned um, Roar, Flames, and Embers a few times. Of course, that's the title of the EP. How many songs is yeah. it? Three songs on it? Is it a three-song EP? Five. Five songs. Okay. Yeah. What was that process? I mean, how did you pick those five? Because um, I'm sure you wrote a lot of songs. And what's what's the process yeah. to filter out through your, you know? your uh, catalog to come up to narrow it down to five songs well a lot of times when i when working with different musicians or potentially working with different 
producers, you send them your material, and I say, oh, I liked this one the most. And, mm. and Doug had given me the feedback that Ocean Breeze could be a hit song, so of course I was going to put that on there. And then Beyond the Stars was my main reason for making the EP, so that was going to go on there. And then um, the other three, Dream Alina was a song that I had had since uh, my 20s, late teens, early 20s. It's, it's an old song, but I had sent it to another producer that I ended up not working with, but he said, you know, that's, that's your best song right there. That's the best one of the ones you sent me. I thought, okay, so this one has potential, so I'll put that on there too. And it's a pretty easy song for me to perform live. Mm -hmm. um, and then the other two songs, Pour Out the Oil, um, is a song that was inspired by Kim Clement's Prophecy of Esther. And I feel like that's uh, it's a very healing song and powerful song and kind of is about the, the return of the divine feminine, in my opinion, and yeah. how that can be healing for all humanity. So that was going to go on there because that's very, uh, I'd say right for the time yeah <laughs> and then the last song that up there was interference and that was inspired by an old friend who I, I have some i have psychic dreams sometimes and he's been in a lot of my dreams lately so um i wanted to put an ode to him Interesting. Um, and our friendship on the on the ep yeah yeah i, I work with psychics sometimes oh yeah me too yeah, I'm in a couple documentaries. You probably, you might even have heard of them called "The House in Between." It's a paranormal documentary we shot here in Mississippi. It's it's all over. It's on like 26 different streaming platforms. We did a part two also in 2020. But we, I used to, I've, I've worked with many psychics, and some of them I think are absolute garbage frauds. But 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 yeah. not all of them. There there's some that I think are legit. Um, just got to filter through and try to find the legit ones. Um, all right, so I read, when I was reading up on you, you've been through some trials and tribulations, girl. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's in your bio. I <laughs> yeah, I read that, you know, and, and I was like, wow, this, this lady, she's she just been through a bunch of mess. Um, yeah. But do you, do you use those tumultuous times to inspire you to share your yeah. music and use that as therapy? Can you talk more about that? Yes, absolutely. Um, yeah, I, I do believe that there's a silver lining in every cloud that comes your way, every gray, rainy cloud that comes your way. There's a silver lining and some lesson to be learned. Um, so that's how I approach life with that growth mindset. And, um, and yeah, a lot of things have been inspired from pain. Yeah. I think some of the best songs are inspired by pain, even physical pain, such as with Ocean Breeze. So, um, yeah, just I'm a cancer survivor. I yeah. have hearing loss, I have autoimmune conditions, so health issues, a yin yang, yang, and uh, a survivor of narcissistic abuse. You know, some people, when they hear narcissistic, they, they just think of like certain people that are narcissists. Of course, the former president's a narcissist, we all know that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's like like there's actual narciss narcissists like legit narcissists are dangerous people. Oh and, yeah. And, and but I don't think that connects with everybody. They just think some some people just think narcissism is an arrogant, you know, just an arrogant, cocky, know it all. But it's way worse. 
Oh, it's so much worse. And sometimes the covert ones are are more dangerous yeah. because people don't see it. And that's what happened with me. The person wasn't an obvious narcissist, so <clears throat> they were more covert. So I didn't really see it. Yeah. Narcissists are they're also a lot of them are like sociopathic. They have like no no compassion. They don't they can sleep just fine just knowing they just ruin somebody's life. Um, and they sleep just fine. Everything's everything's fine. It's pretty it's, yeah. it's pretty uh, it's pretty bad. Um, how yeah. you doing how you doing these days? Are you doing 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 better with that? Yes. Um <clears throat> I left the relationship in twenty seventeen. Okay. I was with the person for 25 years. Mm. Um, I wrote a book that was released, I think, in 2019. And I'm a, I'm a mental health therapist, so I wrote it from two different perspectives: oh, wow. personal, self-help. And you know, that's I, it was kind of embarrassing at first to admit that I didn't see it, that he didn't meet the um, the typical narcissist. Right. You know, they were again haughty. He was more of this one of the subtypes. So I wrote a book, and that was very therapeutic, and I feel like any time I can help other people, yep. that's going to motivate me more. <laughs> so um, I wrote a book, and, and it's, I think it's made me a better therapist. I can understand narcissistic abuse much better. I think I didn't understand it before waking mm -hmm. up to it in my own life. I think most people don't understand it um, unless they've had it um, a personal experience with a yeah, so true. What's the name of your book and where can people get it? Yeah, it's called Recovery from Narcissistic Abuse by um, my author name, which is Nicole Barrett, B-A-R-R-E-T-T. -T. And you can get it on any e-reader. I don't sell uh, a hard, hard or paperback or hardcover. It's just e-reader. So if you have a Kindle or if you have a Mac, mm -hmm. pretty much all all the e-readers you can download it on so it's strictly an audio audiobook or yeah any kind of any e-reader can become an audio yeah. version an audible yeah that's awesome and as you know kudos to you you know you, you, you've been through a, a, just an absolute nightmare and and here you are doing your thing putting out great music and using your you know your story and your experiences to help other people so I commend that honestly that's that's good. Thank you. I appreciate it. All right. So we touched on the songs. We touched on the EP. Um, how's the video doing for for, um, for Ocean Breeze? How's it doing? You mean? Is it, yep. it doing? How's it doing? Is it getting some good views and spins? <laughs> I last I checked, it had twelve thousand views. That's strong. That's not bad at all. I'll have to check again, but yeah, last I checked, it was twelve thousand. But you know, of course, I pay for promotional services, so that's not all, all organic. But I'm done with trying to organically create. Oh, I don't blame you. Know, you. I, I, I don't blame you. Like that. Let's do some promotion this time. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. I do that with the podcast show sometimes too. I'll go on Facebook and actually, and then pay to pay to get them boosted. Um, it's it, it is. It's worth it. To me, anyway. It's worth it. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I agree. Otherwise, no one hears your material. Yep. So, what's the point? Is you're putting all this money and effort into it. Especially you know, with algorithms. You've got to fight algorithms yeah. and, and all that crap. You know? Mm-hmm. What's some goals you got? What do you want to see? We're more than halfway through 2023. Um, 
What do you want to get done? Do you want to get out there and play more live stuff or make it maybe a full yeah. album? Or what's, what's the goals for the next year or so? Well, my most immediate goal is I'm making a music video uh, for a song that actually predates this current EP. Um, it's a song I released in 2019. Oh. It's called Audience of One. So I'm going to be shooting a video for that this coming Saturday. And then we're going to do, it's like a two-parter. So I, we still got to schedule the second part of the shoot. Um, but eventually, there I have so many goals. It's it's <laughs> I have to tear them down. But yeah, I definitely want to per perform live and and tour and all that. But you have to have enough of an audience to do sure. that. So probably just play some local shows uh, more immediately. But yeah, I hope to get out there more and do more live performances. It's kind of hard as a mental health professional because we're in such high demand <laughs> right yeah. now. Yeah. Um, so I work long hours, so I, I can only do music, you know, when I have the time and money to do so. Um, so, but yeah, I hope to do more live shows for sure. When you play live, do you have a band behind you or do you, or you just do a solo, a solo act? I've always done just myself. I would love to work with a band and I've tried many times, um, but things for some reason just don't work out so yeah um it's i think i think the reason is because i'm female and i'm usually typically partnering with men and uh. then there's a female involved with that man and that's typically the reason it doesn't work out <laughs> that's all i'll say there wow yeah <laughs> and i'm not a threatening person and i'm a very respectful person but there tends to be sometimes feelings of jealousy or being yeah. threatened and that's what happened in college with my first songwriting partner and wow. continues to happen for some reason. I mean, I, I, it just, you know, like when you're, I remember when I was in like grade school and junior high, you have bullies in school, of course. I can still, I can still to this day tell you who the two bullies were that picked on me when I was a little <laughs> tiny kid. But it's funny exactly. because what's really pathetic is like, I'm in my fifties now and there's, in my age crap, uh, my age bracket, there's still bullies. There's still yes. bullies. They're still oh, they, yeah. they're just all they did is they just got older, you know. And, and they and they and they're on the, you know most of it's online, but there is some in person bullying in, in your fifties. But a lot of it's just just using social media to be a holes. But yeah, it's like there's still bullies. It's unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. All right, well. I got one last question, and then we'll let you wrap it up where you can tell everybody where they can follow you and get your music. Um, and I like to ask this question to singer-songwriters in particular. Um, and just for full transparency, I stole this question from somebody. Um, mm. Yeah, I, I occasionally, when I have an interview coming up, I'll, I'll use Facebook, and I'll say, hey, I got such and such coming up tonight. Does anybody have a good question? And if I like it, um, I'll ask it, and then I'll give you credit. So this girl named Tammy asked this question, and I really loved it. And I've been asking her, like, ever since <laughs> because, no. because I like it. All right, so here's the rules. There's just a rule. One of the rules is only one rule. I'm, I'm going to give you two options, and you can only pick one. That's the only rule. Okay. All right. So what do you prefer more? Do you prefer creating a song or... Do you prefer performing that song once it's created? 
Um, mostly creating. I would love to write for other people, actually, ah. eventually. That is actually one of my goals. I love, however, performing a song when I can get past my performance anxiety and into the flow of the song. Yeah. Then you just feel this magical feeling that's wonderful. Oh, but I guess I can only choose one, so I'll pick the creating. <laughs> so you lean towards creating. That, that's fair. But what I like about the question is there's, there's no wrong answer to it. Um, yeah people have their preference and a funny quick story was i had a husband and wife um duo they were married but but they also gigged together and they played together and um i asked that same question to them and then the, the wife said creating and the husband said performing and that question that i asked them it kind of morphed into like a 10 minute debate between them two and i was no longer the interviewer i was just like listening to them and it was pretty interesting <laughs> Well, that's a good balance. If one person, you know, it sounds like um, it's a good balance. Opposites attract. Yeah. So. yeah, it was great. <laughs> I just became like the I was like the spectator. I wasn't the interviewer no more because it was such an interesting debate. I was like, oh, okay, I'll just sit back and listen for a little while. So anyway, I enjoyed talking to you. The song's great. Everybody listening to this podcast, you really need to go out there and get this song. It's it's uh, it's a song about about trauma in the dental in the dentist seat. Um, but by golly, it's a it's a it's a need because it helped me. That's why I'm going to download it. Um, yes, it's about focusing on the positive of a situation. Yeah, focusing on that silver liner. Absolutely. Silver lining. Yeah. Well, tell everybody where they can follow you on your social media websites, where they can get your music. If you have merchandise or a website, anything, the mic is yours. Yeah. So um, yeah. So. My website is NicoleMarieMusic.com. If you go to my press kit page, it has all my social media links. Um, you can get my music on Spotify, Apple, Pandora, uh, Amazon, all those streaming websites. Um, yeah, and uh, yeah, it was nice talking to you today. I really appreciate you joining me. Whenever you got something new you want to talk about, it, just let us know, and we'd love to get you back on the show. Great. Thank you. All right. Have fun out there in Seattle. Stay dry. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> Take care. Nice talking to you. Okay. Bye. Bye.